Well, hello, Meg. Good evening. Thank you so much for joining us on the Sister League podcast. For the audience at home, Meg is a yoga instructor at the Yoga Tree here in Toronto. Meg is here to chat about workouts, at-home workouts, kind of walk us through how to stay fit during this pandemic. So Meg, welcome. Thank you. How are you? Thank you. Thanks so much for having me, guys. I'm good. Um, I don't know if you just heard, but like an hour ago, they just announced that Toronto is shut down for another 28 days. So it's actually really timely to talk about at-home workouts and like reinforce that message. Yes. Yes, we did know that. That is exactly why we are having you on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> did you know no, that, Britt? No. <laughs> yes, thank I you mean, so much for being on the podcast. Have you, have you been like instructing at um, the yoga studio up until this point? Or have you been doing like a lot of things from home? Um, I've been doing everything from home since March, except for one week. So I've actually been in Kingston uh, since August. Okay. Wait, I don't think I'm in Kingston. I'm in Kingston right now. Oh, yeah. Nice. <laughs> I just I thought know. you were a frequent visitor. I thought it was a back and forth on the weekends kind of gig. Yeah, I'm like an extended resident. Or, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I don't know. It's like pandemic based, but obviously, like, All um, temporary. there's more space here. And yeah, it's Ooh. been. It's been fun. Yeah. I mean, we, we do the same thing. We try and get back as much as we can and count yeah, I see that. all the perspective, mm-hmm. count your blessings and get together when you can. But so if you're working from home, so how does this structure work? How are you able to teach during the pandemic right now? What is the yoga tree offering? So yoga tree is like amazing. They've always been like on the pulse and like very progressive in like the way that they're offering classes and on demand. So they have live, which I teach live, um, four times a week and I have a set schedule. So every week is I have the same schedule. And then they also have on demand where we pre-record, um, and mm-hmm. those pre-recordings are done in studio. So they're like coordinated beforehand. Um, you're usually like asked to set like a style for your pre-recording and then give like a description, um, and then like kind of go from there. And then it's, recorded and edited and then put on the platform. Um, but for the live workouts, like we do them from our homes at the time that we're scheduled. So I have like a tripod uh, that I set up and then I, I stream from my phone so I can see everyone on zoom on my computer. So it's amazing because like, it's very similar to an in-studio experience. The instructor can see you, they can give you verbal cues, um, they can kind of like guide you through the class, um, which is awesome. Like it, and it kind of holds you accountable for that. You know that the instructor can see you. There are other people in the class that are on video too. So it like keeps you engaged and like present for the whole class. So that's been like really great. Um, it's definitely been like a challenge to go from like in studio and like those tangible connections to taking it online. But I honestly think it's like saved like my mental health and like just being able to like see students that I know, meet new students and kind of like be connected when we can't be together. So, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So I didn't realize it from your perspective, how beneficial it would be to see the um, 
you know, your, your students in the class. I was just thinking of when the instructor can see me and knows that I'm taking a knee or if I'm relaxing for a second, <laughs> but you just made such a totally fine. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've done a few Brielle, you've done them with me too, where, you know, um, especially like the sculpt society when they're on demand and they are kind of, ca- you know, calling you out and I, and yeah, I literally so perfectly. And you're I like, just, how did you know I was, <laughs> I literally just did one before like hopping on here. So um, she has like a bunch of like pre-recorded videos. You can just go in at any time, but you're not like, she can't see you, but she's talking to you as if you're there. That's the studio in Montreal, right? Uh, oh my gosh. I think, no. I think it's based out of New York. We, oh, is it? Okay. yeah, yeah. Yeah. She's in New York. And then she just records all of her videos from at home. But what kind of like yoga classes do you guys offer since it's not like in studio? What about people who like, like hot yoga? I mean, there's not much you can do for hot yoga, like, virtually, unless, like, the student has, like, the ability to turn up their own heater. Like, I have seen, like, some people get, like, really creative and have, like, space heaters or, like, practice near a fireplace. But, like, that's obviously up to the student. Like, we can't be, like, we're turning up your heat, (laughs) you know? Um, Or do you guys have, like, Pilates or other classes other than yoga? Strictly yoga. Okay. Like, yoga is, like such a wide variety of classes like it's anything from like yin restorative which is more like calm and static and then you can go from like hatha flow which is still pretty chill but like a bit more movement and then there's like core there's hit yoga i my like my personal preference is vinyasa so all of my classes are vinyasa based more like power yoga a little bit more athletic but more dynamic so, like, and especially right now, um, the instructor usually has a choice of what style they like to teach. It's, like, their preference, like, what they're most comfortable with. And then usually the students will kind of gravitate towards that. And there's, like, really great descriptions on, like, what the class, what to expect, what the class has to offer. Mm-hmm. And Have you seen, um, like, a shift? I was like, just in interest Since COVID, like, are people doing more of, like... Um, I guess like a meditative class, like a relaxing restorative yoga opposed to like a more intense. So I don't know because I don't teach any relaxing classes. Like none (laughs) of my classes are meditative. So if they are, they're not coming to me, but I have like, I do get like a lot of feedback on like, thank you so much for like like giving me energy to do like I've been feeling tired and lethargic and like mm-hmm. I, I feel like I want something chill but then I come and do your class and it's so nice to do something fast and like quick yeah. and like feel like I get a workout too and then yeah, especially usually like you I my classes with a bit more of a stretch so they you kind of still get that element even though it's like mostly workout based yeah, because people blow off steam in different ways. Like some people might want to relax and have like a meditative class, whereas like I'm someone who some days needs like a really high intense like workout to kind of just like, you know, feel better and like w- like to manage stress a little bit. So that's nice that you offer both. Yeah, like Yoga Tree literally has everything that like a student would want. So like I said, like I'm not the chill teacher, but... They have them. Um, How did you? Anyone wants to be like I'm here. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) How did you get started um, teaching? Oh my gosh. Um, Well, I moved to Toronto like six years ago, and like I'd done yoga, like 
liked it, wasn't like completely sure like it was for me, but like I liked the heat. I liked, you know, kind of like stretching and like having something different. But I kind of like went through like a breakup where like I felt like I was just like not really in the headspace to do anything like crazy. And for some reason, like yoga, like really resonated with me at that time. And Yoga Tree had just opened up their Bay and Dundas studio. I lived at college and Bay. And so I was like right down the street, my roommate's mom was going to the Young and Eglinton studio. And she's like, my mom's studio just opened like down the street. They have like a week free trial. So we went and I was just like cocked. So I went, I was a student for two years before I like moved towards teacher training. Brit, you look like you're really with that. I was, gonna, I was just going to say, I don't think I've ever really explored this with anybody else. But yeah, I think I was going through the exact same thing. And yoga was my outlet. And the reasoning was the exact same, where it was, I needed an outlet. I needed to blow off steam, but running around in circles wasn't really doing it for me. Like I needed to be guided and I needed to be soothed and yoga was, you know, the, the, the type of class to facilitate that post breakup relaxation that I was seeking. Exactly. Like you feel like you're getting like quote workout or movement or something in, but like you're, no one's screaming at you. Like you don't need that. Are you guys talking about like a literal breakup or like a breakup from working out? Oh, I, like mean, I was talking about a little breakup. Oh, a literal <laughs> breakup. Like a, like a relationship breakup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a relationship breakup. <laughs> I was just trying to clarify that. Shout out to the guys who like got us here. <laughs> yeah, like thank you for that. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, yes. Kudos to giving me the motivation to get fit. Thank you. Mm-hmm. But that's all I'm going to thank yeah. you for. Um, yeah, that's it. <laughs> okay, so you got, you got into yoga for that reason, but... Have you been seeing, um, I mean, I think kind of Brielle was alluding to this question, but given the current landscape of what people are looking for in a workout now and during a pandemic and everything, what can you say to audiences at home if they are a little bit, you know, skeptical to trying yoga, maybe they're not going through a breakup like us, but like, Mm -hmm. what can you say to them that's going to motivate them and allow them to, to maybe give yoga a try? Because I find you're either of two minds. One is that Mm -hmm. you have practiced yoga before you're very comfortable with it. But then I've also spoken to people who are athletic and have never really given it a shot is this their moment to do it from their own home the comfort of their home yeah I mean whether you are athletic your whole life or now or not ever like I think the best thing about yoga like truly is that it's for everybody like and everybody like it really is there's so many styles and I think my best advice is to keep trying it like you're you might not like the first class you take, you might not like the second class you take. And it really depends on, it could be the style that you're taking, the instructor, like there's always going to be something that's going to move you in a way. And it might not be immediately. So I think I would just say to like, try it, try it more than once, try it as much as you can. Like say you try 10 different classes and you're like, this is not for me. Maybe it's not for you, but maybe your sixth class, you're like, oh my goodness, like I loved this, like I felt something. Like, I think it, like, if not like now more than ever, like it's really your opportunity to try something new and to give something a shot and to not write something off like the first time you do it. Um, and like, there's so many benefits, like not just physically, like mentally, emotionally, like energetically. Like, I find that 
my practice, like I always come back to it. And usually it's during like the hardest times and like the most confusing times and the most challenging times. And like, I think that's right now. Yeah. And do you feel like you're still getting like more and more benefits out of it the more you do it? Or does it become like, I've always wondered this about instructors, like if it gets repetitive to them or if they're just like, keep on building these benefits throughout their classes. I mean, sometimes I'm like, it does get repetitive. Like sometimes I'm just like, Oh, like I feel stuck, but you can kind of draw inspiration from different ways and different places. And like, I think my students like motivate me the most, which is like, when you see like a breakthrough in someone, like maybe they got a new pose or like, maybe, you know, that they usually take a break at like a certain time and they're not. And you're like, Oh my God, like, I get like energy from my students and like, I'm hoping I'm giving them energy. So I I really think it's like that exchange. Um, So like, hopefully that kind of, yeah, I just, this is like kind of along the lines. I just learned about like intrinsic and extrinsic, like motivation to work out. Mm -hmm. So would yours be more like extrinsic and like you get like more from your classes if you're well, you just said it, like seeing people being like super productive and like actually achieving poses or is it more like you or do you have more motivation like internally to kind of continue to teach? It's funny you brought that up because I was thinking about that the other day. I think I'm definitely like extrinsic. Like I get my energy from my students. And I think the hardest part for me shifting online at first was like not knowing how to process this new way of like reciprocation or like new way of receiving energy for me. And like, once I like found it and understood it, I was like, okay, like you just kind of have to look a little bit closer because you have to see through a screen instead of like seeing those breakthroughs in person. But like, I always feel like my best classes are not like when I was like, Ooh, like I loved my sequence. Like I loved when I did this. It's always like, so-and-so got this pose or I saw this in my class. So it is really like for me seeing what students can accomplish and like kind of seeing like, even sometimes like knowing, like sometimes I have like students that are like, I know they can do something and seeing them like take a child's pose instead. I'm like, that's so advanced that they're like, I can do this, but I don't need to do this right now. I love seeing that. (laughs) (laughs) This is my opportunity to ask this question. I've always wanted to ask a yoga instructor. Do you make up your sequences on the fly? Do you have a general like blueprint of where you want to get to in the end or is it memorized? How do you go about your flows? For me, it changes. I never, ever memorize my sequences anymore. It never goes to plan. It never will go to plan. Um, when I first started, I would like write it down. I would like practice it myself a few times. Like I'd be like, I gotta do it. And like, I think I did like three or four classes like that. And then I had a class all planned. It was like twists and binds. And had to come up to me and she's like, I'm eight weeks pregnant. What am I going to do? They can't do any twists. They can't do anything. It's the first, like anything I had planned or that she can't do. She hasn't even announced to probably like even some of her family and friends that she's pregnant. Like I can't call her out. Like, so I had to, it was the first time I ever had to make up a sequence on the fly. And like, it was like the most exciting thing for me. I was like, I did it. Like I did something really cool. It was great. I loved it. Like she was able to do it. Like ever, like, and I think from there, I like felt that like, there's always room to like kind of see what's going on in your class and be like, okay, what did, like some people, like sometimes there's just like a collective energy where you're like, they don't want a really hard class. 
where sometimes you like start doing something chill and you're like, okay, they want more. So I kind of do a bit of both. Like right now, especially online, I usually pick like a goal sequence or a goal pose that I'm working towards, which usually gives like a guideline of like what needs to be stretched, what needs to be strengthened. Like, how are you going to get there? Like, how are they going to be able to do it? But I, I usually make things up on the spot now. I have a general idea. I do it. And then like, it's, it's fun for me too. And then I don't feel like stuck if I'm like, oh no, like I don't What's know what's next do or not. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So yeah, like, I mean, I think every instructor is different, but for me, I, I kind of like to be on the fly with like a little bit of a plan. That's actually super illuminating for me. Um, I think I can go into a class and actually maybe be a good, a more informed participant too, because I always had this like inkling that people were drawing energy from the class, but I didn't know for sure. Um, yeah. But, but you yeah. can feel it. You yeah, can feel I was going to say, I love when they're watching like, oh me. Yeah. yeah. I love when you're in yeah. a practice and they're like, okay, like just everyone take a deep breath, like at the end there. And you just like, yeah, you're all united once you're actually like, doing the class that you can definitely feel the energy from everyone if they're if they're just looking to relax or go hardcore yeah what is your what is your like at home setup look like for teaching um so I do it in the office right now so like it's pretty like I have like three plants I have like a plant stand I just have my mat and then I, I set up my, like, computer. I try and, like, hide my computer so, like, people can't see it, even though, like, I know they don't. I can see them. Like, I <laughs> don't want them to see me and see them or see them. <laughs> so I try and, like, kind of, like, hide my computer. But usually it's just, like, my mat. It's, like, a blank white wall and, like, plants. Like, it's pretty distracting if you have, like, art behind you or, like, any kind of, like, background. So I try and keep it pretty simple. I love that. Okay, um, so and then you can, I, like, oh, keep going. Oh, no, I was going to say, like, and I just make sure the lighting is, like, strong. <laughs> um, so you were just talking about, like, how you can, like, feel the energy of everyone, like, in the room when you're actually teaching. Is it, are you able to do that through Zoom or through... Um, it's a lot harder. That was something yeah. I struggled with where I'd be, like, I don't know if I'm going too hard. Like, I just okay. don't know. It's, it's, so now I've been... So now it's more, like, routined. Yeah you kind of like start to identify the students that are on camera that you're like, they are intermediate to advanced. Your most advanced students will usually like practice through everything. Or if you know them, like, you know, when they're taking a break, they're taking it for themselves. And it's, it's more about them and less about the, um, like the other students. So I usually look for like an intermediate student and kind of like really look at the way that they're moving. They usually dictate right now for me because I can't like feel everyone else. So I usually pick one or two people that I'm, I'm like, okay, like if they're moving a little bit slower, if they're looking like they want a bit more then I, I try and like let them guide me through the way I'm going to teach. So that's totally different than in person. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Meg, like what it is now. What do you think you're going to come out of this a more informed instructor? How do you think this is impacting you and your kind of career moving forward yeah I think so I mean in a way it's like really nice to be able to be like okay I know I can pivot I can adapt like I now kind of know how to read a student face-to-face and I also can see how they're moving online um it definitely like makes me feel more connected to the students and like especially like learning about myself that that is the way that like 
I get my energy from them is truly the way that they're practicing. So I think that does help me realize that like, even I might have like my favorite sequence ever planned or something that I really want to do, but like knowing that it's not about me has really like changed the way that I've been teaching. I agree with that. So tell our audience at home, where can they find you? How can they sign up to the yoga tree and leave us with maybe your, I don't know, how, how would you normally close a yoga session? Okay. So you can find me on yoga tree studios. They have Instagram, yoga tree studios, and awesome website that guys, like when the studios are open, um, it'll say like in studio classes, online classes aren't going anywhere. You can always practice online live now um so it'll say live practice live practice in studio and then on demand which is the platform that's pre-recorded um usually i close my practice actually the same way every time i ask the students to thank themselves for showing up for themselves i ask them to thank each other for sharing their energy their breath and their movement and then i like to thank them for sharing their space with me Well, thank you for sharing your space with us virtually. We're so happy that you joined today. Brielle and I will definitely be checking out the yoga tree. And we thank you again. Thank you so much for being here.